just like that, we are back. Hello, 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 good people. Welcome back to the Things and Things podcast. I'm 50% of your hosts, Simba Tsumba Eramiko Stars. I'm here with my brother, my brother. And by a man, please, you know, hit us up. What's you know, going on, beautiful people? How you feeling, my guy? It's a beautiful day, beautiful Thursday. It's been a beautiful Thursday. It's been a great Thursday. Um, How are you guys living? Yeah, imagine us talking like they're gonna respond right there. How you guys doing? Let us know. How you doing? How you doing? Uh, guys, there's nothing like tea before, you know, just to relax the vocal vocal cords. These days, I have Jono talking in the very technical lingo, explaining to people what EQ is, compression. It's hilarious. It's actually pretty cool. Bro, we, are, we are out here. We are out here. Uh, watch, um, I'm executive producing, uh, uh, you know. Oh, I'm, I'm get in your producer bag, please. For my probably like my little brother. Come on. <laughs> just, just a snare. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just a little, tsh, yo, compress that a little bit. If yeah. I hear you say that in the studio, I swear I'm going to throw a rock. Yeah. I will laugh so hard. Yeah, just, nah, just turn that down a bit. You just know a little bit, you know. It's a little, it's a little harsh on the ears. I got you. Um, sorry, that tea is going down. We, we have a very interesting conversation today. Because we've been talking about this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, really, and, and it really comes down to like sharpening yourself. But we're talking about sharpening your tools, your skills, your arsenal as a, as a human being. You understand? And um, I mean, you know, I, I think we, everyone has been through a creative block before. Every single human. Like with whatever you do, you have a moment where you feel like you hit a wall. Your old routine is just not working. And you're like, yo, how do I, how do I get out of this slum, this funk, this whatever? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know for a fact, like when I'm in in a, in that lull, I'm de- I don't even touch music, like I don't do anything. And I, sometimes it happens more often than not, especially when you want to talk about being quarantined, being locked down, being this, not being able to do that. A lot of the experiences that you used to just do, remove those, and now it's like, oh, but still be creative, still get things done, still, you know you know, wake up on your day-to-day and figure out how to make it happen. And it's very, that's always easier said than done. So, I mean, today, this is, this is, this is one of the topics we're going to break down for you, for you guys, you good people. Let you know how we do, how we roll. I guess the first thing I always say is, like, what tools do you have in your arsenal? Like, mm. what, like what are you working with? Right. Like, are you a jack of all trades? Like, are you a specialist? Is this your thing? Like, are you... Like, like what's your forte? Yeah. Mm. Um, so, Let's I see. guess that's that would be my first question to people. Like, like what are you rocking with right now? Uh-huh. Um, and from there... So, like, if I came to you, I'm like, yo, Jay, I'm really struggling, you know, just to, you know, wake up, make music, continue cre- being creative, you know, looking for business ideas, et cetera, et cetera. This is how we're going to break down the conversation. Yeah. To be like, so, okay, so what are you trying to do? Yeah, so like in what aspects? So like if you look at it like a, a piece, like a, a pie chart, right? Mm. What what pie, part of the pie chart are you struggling with? Because there's different elements to like okay. everything that somebody does. I see. Because you can't be like, oh, I just did nothing. I'm like, okay, well. Yeah, but what? Do you know what I'm saying? Be, okay. So like which is the one thing you're specifically struggling with? Mm. Okay. Okay, fine. Let's put that one to the side. But the other thing in the pie chart. Mm. How good are you at that? Maybe I could improve. Okay, okay, how can you improve? Yeah. Well, let's work on this. The other thing, yeah, you'll be fine. Do you okay. know what's so funny? Is you like, let people catch up to you on say, that one. You're saying it in such a simple way, but it's actually so true. Like looking at specific areas and then yeah. saying, how do I make this better? I know for a fact, like me personally, when I get into a good routine of something, I abuse it until I can't anymore. Mm-hmm. And then usually when I get to the end of that, it's just like, oh, what, to, what do I do now? Like, how do I keep this spark? How do I do this? And I know like my... Some of my biggest creative flows and all this other stuff, it just comes from people. Like, when I'm interacting with certain people, I hear something that I've never heard before or said in a way I've never heard it before. And I'm like, ooh, that's a title. Ooh, that's a bar. Ooh, that's a this. And some of those things start to spark ideas. But nine times out of ten, it's like, it means, for me, it's like learning to, to like shake things up to find that, that new inspiration, that new juice. And... Sometimes that actually just means detaching from whatever it is you're doing. Your routine, find something else new. And you're like, how, how do you break that down for yourself? Like for you, I don't hear you talk about it often. But I know when you're in work mode and when you're in show mode. Like what do you do when you're having like creative block and stuff? 
I just do other things. Mm. So I'm like, I'm never not working. But I'm just like... Say that again, please. please I'm just say that never again. not working. Ooh. But I'm just like, okay, well... Right now, I can't write. Don't feel like doing anything numbers related. Yeah. Or like reading charts or whatever. So I'm like, fuck it. Oh, let me clean this up. Let me clean that up. Because it needs to be done eventually. Right. And I'm one of those people that's like... Ugh, I'd rather get something out the way. Yeah. Like, it's just like super menial tasks. But I'd rather get it out the way and like have it cleaned up so that when somebody does ask for it, because they will, I'm mm. like, oh, I know exactly where I'm starting from. It's clear. Like, I see. Everything like grammatically correct. Like, the colors like work together. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. Because it I, didn't need to be done today, but yeah, it needed, but it's going to be like, it's so, going to be necessary at some point. So I'm just like, yeah, let me get my brain firing. And while I'm doing these other things, I like yeah, that. just tackle these small tasks, just I, small bites. I have, uh, I mean, shout out to the homie Tabs. He would, he is someone who like, he always says that statement, I'd rather get it done now than later, or yeah. rather just get it done now than later. And I remember like when we were roommates and stuff, every time I would hear it, it would trigger me because I was like, no, I want to do this in my own time. I know how to get my own stuff done. Mm. I do think I work like this. I work like that. And there were points where, yeah, it worked for me. And then other points where boom, I fell on my face, you know, mm. sometimes it was with school. I, I'd get a project that I'm like, oh, this is easy. That would go. Right at the back. You're telling me I need to give you this in three months. Three yeah, those, months. Those are the worst. And you tell me in August, and you're like, this only due. Like, like why are you telling me now, dog? It's only going to take me like two days to do. I'm not doing this, and I'm not playing with this. But then I started finding a, a different kind of, I want to say almost peace, when I would get things out of the way early, and then maybe months later, I hear someone else complain about it, like, oh, snap, we have to do this. And I'm like, ha, ha. I did mine two months ago. Yeah. But not out of... It wasn't always out of like the want for things, but it made so much sense later on in life when I was like, wait, so now I don't have to do this. Now I can focus on the next thing. I can focus mm. on the next thing because there also comes a time, especially if you're like myself, my hand is up, a chronic procrastinator sometimes, you, you get so used and accustomed to like just chilling and getting things done in your own time, in your own space. But then what happens if something else gets added to the pot? a life dilemma happens, like something that can really throw you off your trajectory, mm. then you're missing out on this thing altogether. You might get a low score. You might, if it's school, like, and you're procrastinating on studying and stuff like that, you're like, this is not going to work out. This is the L over here. And I, I had this one class, which I hated, bro. I hated out of like, oh my, how many classes did I have? 14. In like two day periods, I'd have 14 classes, 14 labs. But some of these classes, I was like, this is so unnecessary. Like, I hate this mm. so much. But I also knew that in a studio setting, you have to know all these things. Like, they test you. Um, in, in Hollywood, they had this thing where certain studios would be like, how, how soon did you get your accreditation for this? And you can have your diploma, you can have your degree, but you constantly have to get tested for specific aspects. Yeah, because new stuff is always coming yeah. out. Yeah. So in terms of the information, it's like, look, if you're working in technology, my friend, you need to know the latest program, you need to know the latest plugins, you need to know all this stuff. And so I would go back to the school every now and then to redo these tests. And like by the third one, I was like, do I even want to do post-production? Post-production is now sound for film and stuff like that. Because now the, everything was getting so intense. I was like, yo, I don't know if my I have the brain capacity to do this for the next 10 years and be constantly tested let me move over here and see what this is like. Then you find something else that's like, oh, it's a bit easier, but it's not really pushing my creative flow. Da, 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 da. And eventually I got to a point where I was like, look, if this is something I want to do, especially continuously and mm -hmm. moving forward, I'm going to have to stay on board with this stuff. So I literally have tabs on my computer that always pop up when it comes to information with anything. Even if it's something I'm never going to use, something I don't really care about, something that it's not even in this side of the world, in Africa or whatever, I have to be aware. I need to know what's going on. And I think with the consistency of certain information just popping up and me reading articles and stuff like that, there was like a little bit of a hunger that was created that made me a lot more interested to be like, oh, what's this? How do, I, how do I use this? How can I use this here? How can I do this there? And now what I'm seeing a lot of is not necessarily the most technical person getting the job, it's just the guy who knows a lot. The guy who can get things done and be like, oh, I know what that is. Just go like this. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Whereas the technical people will tell you, yeah, if you twist it to the left three times, it'll do this. If you twist it to the right three times, it'll do that. But sometimes that's not the conversation in either a studio setup or when you're on a movie set or whatever. It's just like, yeah. how, how, you, how, um, how valuable can you be here in this moment? I mean, do you want to be a samurai sword or a Swiss army knife? That is a drastic size difference. Which honest thing, like, yeah. they both serve a purpose or a function. True. 
But you just choose. You have to. And I think, yeah, there's certain people that are specialists. They like there's certain people that you can go to and there's you're like, there's nobody in the world that can do this like mm. this. Right. But then there's those people that, yeah, Jack of all trades, master of none, they can just slot in anywhere. See. And just yeah, we get it done, versatile, and boom bang. Mm. So I think it also just depends on where you want to like double down for yourself. Um, but I think there's a space for everybody mm-hmm. um, in what goes on. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. You know, <laughs> you know what's super educational for me whenever I feel like I've hit a creative block or whatever is to just throw myself in the collaboration pot. The pot of people to say like, what are you doing? Can I jump in on that? Let me see. Let me see if I can help out. Let me do whatever. Because it forces my brain to work in a different space, no matter what. Because that project is not something that I would do. It's not something that my brain would just lean to. And now you're in a, ca- a new kind of chaos to where it's like, okay. Let's say I say, like, like for me, um, I haven't recorded a lot of female vocalists. right? In school, we did a lot of male vocals, a few female vocals, but I never like just sat and took female vocalists to the studio and be like, oh, can I, can I get you to do this? Can I get you to do that? Now, because I'm like recording different people, I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, your voice sounds so interesting. I'd love to put you on a microphone and hear what you sound like. But I also know that's going to be work for me because I never did a lot of that. So now it's like, oh, how do I make this, do this? How do I make... And it's like thinking on the spot almost. Like mm. I sometimes like to just throw myself in the deep end to get the, the juices flowing in a sense of like, you don't have time to sit and be like, oh, I'm going to do it like this. I'm gonna, it's like, yo... We're in it now. You have eight hours to make this sound great or to make this person feel comfortable or to do whatever. And it's always like, it, it almost humbles me in the sense of um, the fact of like, I always have to think outside of the box. I always have to find different ways. I always have to, like sometimes I'll be thinking like, oh, I got these jokes lined up. This person's going to love. Get into the studio session. No banter mm-hmm. whatsoever. It's like, yo, how am I going to work with this? Like what... <laughs> How, how? But now, because you're in the moment and you don't have the luxury of, yo, let me go get my textbook. Yo, let me go, let me go consult mm. with this other person who works in a lot of these types of sessions. You, it just forces you to do something. Like it pushes you into a new kind of light. I saw um, a funny clip of some kid. He, the kid had like what are those those bubbly wraps that air bubble thing? No man, uh, floaties on their arms and their legs and their waist or whatever. And the kid's right at the edge of the shallow end, but you can see the fear. And the dad is just like, boom, just pushes him in because he's like, yo, this little gap, everything you're thinking right now in your head, unnecessary, boom, push you in. The kid is freaking out for 2.5 and then, oh, I'm floating. And then you see this smile, sort of like tears to smile. And then it's like, see, sometimes that's kind of like how life is. Like you sit and look at a situation and overthink and overthink and overthink. Or maybe try different things, try different things, try different things. When you really, what you need to do is just like go, like just move, throw yourself in the deep end. Mm. And then in the same respect, there are other times where you need to retract and move back, evaluate, break things down. Like I know um, we talk about this all the time. Like, when we're in super work mode, we actually eat a lot. But when we're not, we're just chilling. Like, we'll just be like, ah, have you eaten today? Meh. I'll eat like one meal every Meh. two days. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was, I remember like when we got to Kenya, I was saying this to you. I was like, yo, have you eaten? And you're like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like, there's so much food. There's this, there's that. But I was also doing a bunch of stuff that I was like, I had to run. I had to do this. I had to do this. As soon as we uh, got into that one contract where we were needed every day from this time to this time, we were chowing. It was like, yo, what do you want to eat now? Because you then said, you're like, yo, when I when I use brain power, I need, I need, uh, I need supplements. I need this to, to sustain me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was very interesting because also that shows you like everyone kind of moves differently. People work differently as well. And sometimes looking at how you do things and then looking at how someone else does and then taking a few pieces of that and trying to like use it for yourself. I think that's also interesting. It's like throwing paint on the wall and just seeing like, what comes out? Rather than trying to sit, visualize the painting, then you start drawing to my funny lines, but you started with the wrong colors, so now you're screwed up, and it's like, okay, how do I get around this? Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, how about you just paint? So I think for me, learning through collaboration is a double-edged sword, because... That's very interesting. On the one, I always like, I always like want to be like intrinsically motivated, mm. so like motivated from the inside, and I never want like there to be... Have you ever seen like a like a empty lighter? 
And like if you have an empty lighter and it's not lighting, mm-hmm. you bring another lighter and it'll end up lighting. Really? I've never seen that trick. Yeah. That's interesting. And so sometimes like I always want Rather to like... Rather than just shaking the shit out of the one lighter yeah, to so get it. I've always wanted to like light my own fire mm-hmm. inside. Like it's an internal process. Boy. Because it's just like I never want to be like stuck somewhere. Leaning on... And then like I need this person yeah. to like get my thing done. Yeah. On the other side, I think it can be quite exciting to like come into a certain space and just experience different energy, just yeah. different vibes. Like, oh shit, this is what you guys are on? Okay, yeah, that's cool. And then it forces you to like, um, to level up because now you need to be up to speed because yeah, like, yeah. things are moving. Yeah. So I think there's like a double-edged sword in those things. Um, and yeah, so I think that's how my brain approaches it sometimes. I like that. But yeah, see, also you, you're very driven though by yourself. I think... Yeah. From a young age, you kind of always knew like, okay, I like this, I like that. I don't like this, I don't like that. Every now and then, something may change your opinion. But the format of how Jonathan kind of works in these situations is pretty much the same, okay? Whereas like with me, I love being thrown into like the melting pot and then getting to see different sides of the creativity. Because I spend too much time in this thing that called the laptop, which I call the box, where it's like, I've got my headphones in and I'm, you know, just geared in, I'm making music, I'm doing whatever, you can get so used to yourself and how you do things and how you move around certain things. And for me, it's like, as soon as I, even if the person's not necessarily that good, but as soon as I see another process that kind of piques my attention and I'm like, ooh, hold on, that's interesting. What are you doing over there? What's, what's that about? Like, like um, who, who was it? It was Kanye. It was Kanye when he went and did the whole album in Wyoming and he moved everything there, built a studio, did all the stuff. Like, I look at that and I'm like, oh, I'd love to do that one day. But, like, maybe we'll start, we'll start on a smaller level. Maybe not Wyoming. Wyoming no, no, not Wyoming, it's bro. It's too cold. I'm not talking about the <laughs> location. Cold. It's too cold. There's no black people. I'm definitely <laughs> just, just talking about, like, moving everything and just throwing yourself in a new environment. Like, this is how I'd also keep myself motivated working out. Because I enjoy running, like, going on long runs. And my favorite thing about being in L.A. was, like, yo, you could take this road and you're going to see so many different things. But I'm still working out, right? I'm just also getting my brain to fire in a different way. By the time I get home, I already have an idea. Or maybe sometimes it's interaction. Like for me, interaction was so important. So I knew, you know, between getting on the bus and getting to school, I've got two hours and I'm definitely going to see something wild. Like mm. LA was so good with that, where there's a bum around every corner, you might get jumped, there's this, there's that, but it's also like beautiful and it's also this. So the contrast of that was always so interesting because you never knew what you would get. Sometimes you get on the bus and something happens and you're like, ooh, that lady is tweaking. But then you have a story when you get to school and now you're talking to your friends and all these things, they start to spark certain things or even just conversation. And then before you know it, my, like for me, before I knew it, that, that's where certain things would pop up creatively, creatively speaking. Um, another thing was just immersing myself in just different space, different culture, different, around people that I would never just initially just go to like let's say i'm at a a restaurant bar situation and we're just sitting you we're having a casual beer or whatever but you can hear the conversation behind you and these people are going in on their business plan and whatnot and you're like yo what like what is that i'm so interested by that there would be times where sometimes like you know by coincidence or whatever you end up having drinks together now i'm poking and prodding like so what were you guys talking about that sounded really interesting oh young man you like uh, business no i know nothing about it but I'm actually kind of like, just, just lead me in. Like if I was an intern and I'm trying to work for you, like, how would you do this? How would I do this? And I think there's always like a general, even when people see that they want to give you more as well. They'll hand you information that you never thought you would get, or you probably wouldn't get otherwise, maybe not in a school, maybe not in a diploma program, but because you were being so inquisitive about certain things that you didn't even know. Like how many times do I say stuff to you and you're like, but how did you not know this? This is a very simple thing. I'm like, didn't like i really didn't i'll say something and jonathan will be like that you're joking are you serious i'm like but can you can you explain to me how this works like i'm now super curious and you're like okay so boom it's like this it's like that when these break down this is how these stocks work in this market and i'm there like okay you've lost me for a period but i'm interested in that and then also i'm super interested in seeing people who are passionate about other stuff so when I'm in my creative block, and I know when I'm there because I'm not as excited, I'm not talking about it as much, mm. I'm not working half as much, but when I start to see like either people I know or people I follow or whatever get so excited about what they do, I'm like, okay, so what's this person doing that's just keeping that fuel going? Um, 
that I've always had that inquisitive spirit, I'd call it, where I'm just like, tell me, show me, let's see. I'm very interested. Even if it's not really going to change much, I would love to know. My brain is always kind of fired on those cylinders. I think, yeah, so, so you said two interesting things that mm. I want to unpack. I think sometimes unplugging and like changing location is quite important. Not that there's anything wrong with your current location, but I think sometimes like there are external, there's external factors sometimes that can like hinder your productivity, yeah. like in your current situation, whether you're going through domestics with your partner, you have like responsibilities at your house, right. your dog is sick, right. whatever, whatever. I don't know what issues you guys go through, man. But I think sometimes um, as people, we go through things and all we need is just a place to disconnect and just engage uh, without distraction with our creativity. And I think mm. it's something underrated. So I think, yeah, not all of us can buy a bunch of acreage in Wyoming. Um, <laughs> but I would say, yeah, find like a really like rustic coffee shop with unlimited Wi-Fi um, and good Ethiopian coffee or like find a nice park. I think, yeah, because Corona times, I think yeah, it's better to be outside. Um, but yeah, I think there's so many exciting things that you can do just to get out of your environment. True. Just an unplug. And then, yeah, tap into the creativity for sure. Because if you like keep trying something, <laughs> that's just not working. You're just yeah. going to get more and more frustrated. My mom says, uh, what's, what's it? the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Yeah. And as much as you can be well-versed and knowledgeable in certain areas... It's actually not really taking an L if you just like try another way or take another approach. Um, I find like, to me, again, the most interesting people are the ones who just consistently are changing the way they do things. They're reforming themselves. Like they always find different ways to like do the same thing. And I'm like, yo, how? Where do you get the energy? Where Mm. is this? But it's always, it's a habit. It's a routine. Like any habit takes time to build and learning that, oh, okay, I'm kind of done with this. I think that takes like a, an insane amount of discernment to know when you've overworked a process. Even before it's done to be like, okay, I can only do this two, three more times before I have to switch it up. I think everything I do like has a time limit on it. Mm. Like not that, oh, I don't want to do this thing for a long time, but I think it must evolve and it must change. Right. So it keeps exciting me because I get like really bored and like my brain. So true, me too. Just, it, like things become redundant for me. So I'm like, this needs to have like an evolution mm. or it's got like a time limit because I'm not just going to be here doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, like for me these days, time. you know how like people just like put on Netflix and just chill, chill time. Bro, these days I've been punishing documentaries on whales. bro. Don't even ask me why, but I'm just so fascinated. I'm hearing sounds. I'm like listening to these, these marine biologists talk about, yo, so when this whale is this, this whale is that. Nothing. It's not like I'm going to get in the ocean at some point and chill with this blue whale that they're talking about. But I'm fascinated that hearing someone who's well-versed in something talk about something, I'm like, yo, okay, that's interesting. It's like, kind of interesting. Let me sample a whale. I think, like, game recognizes game. Talk about like, it. Talk so about I think it. sometimes it's cool to maybe see people at your level or a level higher in whatever, like, field or industry that you're in. Um, and I think sometimes just a small engagement or a longer engagement with them mm. can, like, reignite a fire in you of sorts, you know? Because you'll be like, yeah, oh, man, I'm boggled down with this, I'm boggled down. And it's like, hey, I was there. Yeah. I struggled with that. Yeah. But hey, this is kind of what got me through. And in me getting through, this is what it led to. And you're like, oh, snap. I didn't even know that was like a possibility or that was like the next level. Mm. You know, Because none of this information is just handed to you. They don't tell you, hey, like, oh, to kill it in this industry, you're going to do this. And then you're going to go here, you're going to go here. You kind of right. just like figure it out as you go along sometimes. Yeah. And yeah, maybe if you find somebody that's in your field that wants to kick game to you, you'll be like, okay, yeah, this is like the next step. So I think sometimes like kicking it with those people um, that are slightly above you or just like your peers, Mm. I think it can be a nice kick up the butt sometimes. Be like, yo, I need to get my things together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because there's only so many like spaces in a space. Mm -hmm. Whether like people want to believe it or not. No, that's true. There's a limited number of people that can be killing it at a time. Yeah. Like, also people, people only accept. I think that's also due to how we receive information. Like you're not, you're not gonna go to fifty of your favorite housing thingies. You're gonna find like a few and be like, oh, I like these ones. I'm gonna follow these yeah. channels. I'm subscribed to this. Everybody makes music. There's a bunch of people that make music, but the Billboard Hot 100 only has <laughs> space for 100. I see. Do you know what I'm saying? I so see. to occupy a certain space, like you're going to compete with certain people, mm-hmm. and whether you have it together or not, there's still going to be people in that space. Right. 
you know and so i think it's like what are you going to be doing and what are you going to be doing differently yeah but without like intimidating you it's like it's just about finding finding an approach being confident in it some of my favorite artists the ones that i really like follow and just watch it's like yo every sing, every time i hear music they're reinventing themselves we we had a great conversation with uh shout out manny wells you guys need to go check that one out it was on 96th episode there you go boris but this guy I promise you, before we even met him and started talking to him, I was watching videos of him and just seeing his creative process. I was like, I'm so fascinated, dude. Like, what? I never met anyone in LA that did that or worked that way or found creativity through this and did that. Like, the way he would talk about it, he's like, oh, yeah, I made a sound out of this. I did this out of that. And then seeing that he, him, like, nurture that skill, put him in any room, he's, he's killing it. Mm. Right, but I saw. I'm watching that process. I'm like, yo, there's things that I can see here that I can definitely add into my arsenal. <laughs> bro, I saw some guy tweeted today. I thank God for the day Manny Wells decided to make music. I saw Why, that. I bro, saw I got that. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yo, shout out Manny Wells. Shout out, bro. Like that guy is amazing, man. Super talented as well. But like, and that's what I'm talking about because now when we're having the conversation and it's like just breaking it down, everything he was talking about was just like, yo, man, it was just a vibe. Like this is what I felt. This is how I created. This is how I did this. This is how I did that. And I nurtured this and I nurtured that. And I find that so interesting because, again, after a conversation like that, I'm energized. Because I also make music. I like music. I'm like going back and I'm like, okay, so what can I do differently? Rather than just picking these stock sounds, let me try record some. Let me try make some. Let me do this. Let me do that. And I love it. And then even just listening to um, just different things. Like for me as music, as a musician, excuse me, I, I just like throwing myself outside of the pot. So I'll... This week, I've been listening to a lot of old bossa nova music, like from the 60s and the 50s. And I'm like, yo, this is how you people were making music back then. Mm. And I can sit and appreciate it. And it doesn't necessarily mean I'm, oh, I'm so inspired to make a beat. Or, oh, I'm so inspired to do this and write a song. No. It just kind of adds a different level of excitement, a different type of thing to be like, first of all, I haven't seen this. I've never heard it. This is cool. Let's see what, go- what happens after we get out of this rabbit hole. But... I do the same with movies. Sometimes I'll see something. I'm like, that just looks fascinating. I don't know if I would actually watch that, but I'm going to now just because I'm, I'm curious. I'm interested. Well, I always tell people, especially like, so for like young podcasters, for example, like people hit me up and they're like, oh yeah, I want to start a pod. I want to start a pod. I'm like, yeah, fantastic. Like, okay. Like what's it going to be about? Right. Blah, 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 blah. And they'll be like, so I really like this podcast. Okay. Like for example, <laughs> I listen to the Joe Budden podcast all the time, right? Yeah. Cool. Fine. Um, I was like, just because I listen to the Joe Budden podcast all the time doesn't mean like I have to sound like him. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Or like talk the way yeah. they talk. And so like a Rory bunch of different, Ma. yeah. And so I always tell people is it's great to like draw inspiration from like these super creative, talented people that mm. are like at the top of what you're doing. But at the same time, you need to like develop your own authentic, exactly, authentic sound niche thing about you. Yeah. And so it's great that like they talk like that, but like if you listen to this and then you listen to them, you'd be like, oh my God, it's just like a carbon copy. Yeah, yeah. You know what and, I'm saying? I mean, how many times have we actually, or you personally even, I ask you something and you're like, yo, I don't need to listen to this guy. He sounds exactly like whatever. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll listen to this I'll guy. Like, He's yeah, way better. It sounds exactly the same. I like my this rap. I like this. And I'm like, oh, okay, I, I see you. I see you on that, actually. Yeah. But so, like, yeah, I see you. I, so I think, yeah, it's, there's a difference between like, inspiration and like just full-on biting and i think sometimes in those like creative moments it's a really like easy cop-out to just bite to just bite yeah do you know what i'm saying and yeah because it'll make you feel better in the moment like mm-hmm. oh yeah i cranked this thing out i did this i did that but did you really all you did was just set yourself back and your audience yeah is going to know i and saw i saw a, a travis scott interview when someone was asking like how did you get into beats and he was like oh all i did for long period of him, him and Wondergo was another one. And they both kind of said, like, I just mimicked what I heard, right? And I think a lot of people would stop there to be like, oh, I just heard this Drake beat, let me just remake it, mm. right? But what they were trying to say was, I learned how to create this sound. And in doing that, I figured out, oh, so if I tweak this this way, it's going to sound like this. Yeah. If I slow this down by this much, it's going to sound like that. And then they created their own sound. Because a lot of people, um, I mean, you go on YouTube, you see it all the time. ASAP Rocky, tight beat, so-and-so, tight beat, da-da-da, tight beat. And it's like, okay, I get that. I do understand that. And there is a niche for that. But how far will you get if you keep doing that copy-paste, copy-paste, copy-paste? Yeah, but copy then you're paste? always chasing it. And then 
That's when what my dad says also. He's like, if yeah. you follow a trend, you'll never get there. And then, yeah, when was the last good ASAP Rocky beat? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, like, what was like? We may need another part of the episode for this one. Yeah, <laughs> but I hear what you're saying, dog. It's it's yeah, it's so interesting because like I think also new chopper that was the last good one. This new guy, chopper. Yeah, well, you actually said I thought about I it. I thought about it. Yeah, because I was like, you know, I can't just like roast him like that. <laughs> you love ASAP as well. I do love him. Yeah, but yo, yeah. don't get us wrong. Put up music. Put up music, please. <laughs> so yeah, so there's that, and and um, I was like. I'm I'm very interested because again, we have also we live in the in a different time. You know, social media. I think it sells so many dreams. Like you see something and you think it can be. It's that easy. Like I can just get there if I do this. If I do what this one's doing, basically I can just. Do, are you serious? I can do that? No. Um, a lot of there's so much work that goes into this stuff. That's why I'm genuinely fascinated when I hear something or I see something that's already bizarre. Then I want to have a conversation with that person to be like, how come you don't sound like so-and-so? How come, how come you just went this full on this way? And it's always the same thing, bro. I was chilling by myself. I had enough time to figure out this is what I like, this is what I don't like. And then you just push that agenda continuously. You know, my favorite people aren't necessarily the ones who are making millions of dollars. They're the ones who are doing things in their creative spaces and their creative spheres of influence that are so different from everyone else. That's the kind of stuff that I really love and appreciate. Mm. Like for me, when 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 eventually I buy my own house and all this stuff, everything that you should see in there should be like, yeah, that's so Simba because Simba does this, he does this. I actually get like people talking to me sometimes every now and then and be like, someone said this to me the other day. They're like, yo, do you own like the copyright for high socks and shorts and, and sneakers? I was like, yo, that's like my, that's, that's part of my swag. swag. Like, do what do you own say? More, like length socks. But do you see what I'm saying? Though? Socks like, and slides. I have gang so for many. life. Do you check what I'm saying? And then, for, so for now, someone to coin that for me to be like, yo, that's such a, that's such a Simba outfit. Or like, that's such a Simba thing to do. I'm like, yeah, I am my own person. What's that, what's that movie? Um, I think Cameron Diaz is in it. The Italian job. Oh, yeah, yeah. So at the, like, towards... Great movie. Towards man. the end of the movie, the guy is like, you had nothing for yourself. You just bought everything that everybody else, like, wanted. He had, like, the room with the shoes, right. like, the massive yeah, speakers, yeah, yeah. the cars. And I think sometimes it's really, really hard to, like, form things for yourself until until you do it. And then you're like, oh, wow, people rock with it. Um, I think with our episode with Njiri, Mawingo. Shout out to Njiri. Like, he was like, hey, I'm going to start this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Low tones. Talk and about he it. was like, oh, okay, yeah. So he played it for us. And yeah, some people liked it, some people didn't like mm. it. And he didn't focus on, oh, like the negative aspect right. of who didn't like it. He was like, okay, I'm just going to tap in to this niche of people Talk about it. Um, that are killing it yeah. or that appreciate it. So shout out him and Lee. Lee yes, Limboya. Lotons Collective. Check them out. Shout out. Um, yeah, they're, they're doing some work out here in these streets. So and yeah. I think that's also just, those are the people that fascinate us. Like when I came to Kenya, one of the first times, it was all, these were the people I was meeting. Mm. And I was like, wait, hold on. You're not even like known, you're not making money, you're doing this, but you're actually killing it at your own thing. And it's like, yeah, once you get it and you build your confidence and da 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 da, of course. You know, I even like, I remember like we'd go to Njiri's house and just sit in the studio. I'd be like, yo, play me your music. Yeah. I want to hear yours. He's like, yo, but you're a dope producer. I'm like, no, you are like, you have a whole different sound. Yeah, his brain works differently. Your yeah. brain, like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, oh, I just want to see how you roll with this. I want to see how you move with that. And then I'm literally taking notes differently. Like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, snap, I've never seen that before. Let me do this. Let me do that. Write that down. And then, you know, before you know, because we will collaborate. Jerry, you're listening. We're going to collaborate. But when we get there, that project is going to be so different, so hard, because it's like we're blending now mm. two different worlds with two different styles, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, I think if you also have the confidence in whatever it is that you're doing, it's only going to go up from there. You know, especially like, I, I love meeting young creatives who they start off with a spark, like, and people are very excited and then they kind of die down because they're just trying to do their own thing and they're like, oh, let me, let me try to do this. Let me figure this out for myself. Mm. Even seeing just the creative control that some of these kids have because they know what they want and what they don't want. It's like, oh, that's, that's really encouraging. That's super different. Like, you, you're probably going to have a different imprint on the market. And it's not going to be the typical format of, you know, you made it on a pop's chat or you did this. Some people are already getting songs straight to TV and film. Just with the opportunities that are lined up these days. There's so many different ways to do things. But I think at the end of the day, like, you just got to run your own race, to be honest with you. Big facts. Like, run your own race, be focused on you. Yeah. Focus on what you guys are doing. 
Because the problem is you, you'll get super distracted sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think also sometimes, like in a two-minute noodle generation, mm. like people aren't like willing to to wait for things. It's too easy it's like to they compare. Want it, they want it now. They want it. They want this. They want that. Yeah. Um, so I, sometimes when I talk with people, I'm like, you're you're asking the wrong questions. Mm-hmm. Like just your mindset is. So that I switch off in certain moments like that because mm. I'm just like, yeah. Your approach is So right. I'm like, Yo, when you figure that out, you'll get back to me and then we can chat. <laughs> I, I don't see, say it like I that. I see what you're but saying. But I'm though. like, ah, yeah, no, listen, can't. And a couple months later, they'll be like, hey, oh, yeah. yeah, dude, sorry. You know, like the last time when we spoke, I was thinking this. I'm right. Like, oh, really? Now, come. Wax on, wax off. I'll show you yeah. the game now. But your sometimes your mindset isn't in the right place. But this is also why like, I love watching sports and... When you see different angles, like when we're watching the Olympics, when you're saying bold one, you see different angles of that race and you're like, okay, this man was on another level. But like, you know how like the camera is moving on the side Mm. and for the first, what, 20 meters, it doesn't look like anyone's in the front. Mm. They're all in line, right? Imagine like the exact same thing. Like my dad always talks about horses with blinders at the, those, um, what are they? Those big, those giant races. That they do where people are betting and all that stuff. Why is English eluding me today? Yeah, Kentucky Derby. Those derbies and stuff. Yeah. So he's like, yo, some sometimes like those blinders, you need to like put that in your own personal life to be like, look, as soon as the buzzer goes, as soon as the gun is shooting, I'm only focused at the finish line. I'm not worried about who's on my right, who's on my left. Because I think sometimes you know that type of comparison, that kind of stuff, also kills creativity. It kills a new flow because you're looking now. You're like, shall they right? They two steps ahead, bro. Mm. You, that's not your race. Well, Run your race. But you know the thing is, I mm. always tell people, right? For example, like uh, future main squeeze, right? She was, we were hanging I'm out, this and she was like, guys. blah 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 blah. I didn't know you guys work so hard. Mm. Like, obviously, like I see the end product, but it was like <laughs> this is actually a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. And I always tell people like. Yeah, you're seeing the final performance yeah, that's or something. So true, that's true. So you wasn't with us shooting in the gym, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like people are working, people are writing, they're like working on like their timing. Just there's yeah, a bunch yeah. of different things that so that go on before you see the full on performance. Even so, yeah, I, even just the admin. Yeah, and I always admin. tell people like even to get to that stage, mm-hmm. right? When people put a project out or this or that, oh yeah, I didn't like it. it wasn't to my guys. They did it. They yeah. arrived. Huh. It's easier to say, hey, this is what I put out. Yeah. This is what I've done. Let me go to the next stage and the next stage. Yeah. Because now we have a benchmark for things, right? So the first sword you make as like a samurai swords maker, right? Might not be great, but that's the benchmark. Yeah. And then you say the next one. Has and to then be the next better one. than this. And then the right. next one. And like the next that. one. So now we can like see that. like the forward progression of how our abilities have gone. Mm. So, wow, yeah, we're 100 and whatever episodes in. Yeah, it's different from the 10th episode. True. Because if it wasn't, then different what are we... energy, different then, vibes. Then what are we doing? So Funnier jokes. I always appreciate, like, people that put out something, mm. that have a body of work or yeah. something. Yeah, you're an architect. You built your first building. Mm. Okay, yeah, great. Shout out to Michael Hobbs. Yeah. Oh, Hobbsy. Hobbsy. So then you build two buildings later, three buildings later. Mm. Yeah, they get better. You get better. Then you become a world-renowned architect, yeah. right? So I think always don't be afraid to start and do the first one. And it might not be great. That's part of life. Because you're literally not going to be like the most amazing whatever. You're never going to come out the first time you do it. Let's let's all relax. But put it out. Mm. All right. Circle back. Have an honest assessment Mm. um, from yourself, from if you have industry friends that whose opinions you trust, because I think constructive criticism is important. Mm-hmm. And That's I think sometimes true. people that like aren't like in whatever industry that you are, they're like, oh, I just hate it. That sucks. And that's not helpful for anybody. Yeah. Right? Don't come with that. Come dine with me. Um, analysis. Analysis. Critique. Like before you've even finished, you know, the, the rice is just not doing it for me. I, yeah. oh, I don't like it. I really so don't. There was a, uh, there's a young podcaster that, um, I don't want to put her on blast like that. So I won't say her name, but she hit me up and she was like, Hey, I've got this podcast. Da, 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 da. Um, I said, listen, artistic people are really, really sensitive about their art. So I'm not just going to like, re- like just give you my opinion. Cause I hate like people that like offer unsolicited opinions. Right. So she was like, yeah, but I, I want you to listen to it. I was like, I looked at through it and I was like, this isn't like for me. I'm not the demographic. But I said, that's fine. Because if you like put Peppa Pig on, right, I won't find it interesting. But your younger brother and sister will be like, oh, I'm speaking British accents, just running all over the place, right? So 
I hit it. So she sent me the thing. I listened to it. And I was like, from a technical side, yeah, work on this, work on this, work on this. Yeah, mm. but this is great. Just keep going. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she's just, yeah, just finished her first season, about to jump into the second season. And I was like, it. yeah, that's sick. That's, that's dope. And she's like, hey. So she always sends me these updates. Like, oh, yeah, and this is what we're doing. Mm. And I'm just like, yeah, it's sounding so much better. I like that. But I think sometimes you need, like, people that are in your field that understand okay, yeah, it's not for me or whatever. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, well, A, B, C, D from a technical aspect. Mm. Maybe improve on that. It'll improve the over, overall quality of your show. I'll be like, oh, I didn't like that joke. It's like, yo, bro, it's like cool. we have like 150 <laughs> hours of public contact. <laughs> so you didn't like an eight what minute, <laughs> yeah, you didn't like an eight second joke. Oh, so you're going to throw the whole yeah. podcast away. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think there's just a the balance of getting those things done. So true. And having honest conversations with yourselves. And I think setting benchmarks, to be honest. That's good. And be like, okay, I want it. the next time I do it, this is like what I want it to look like. I like what you just said about setting benchmarks because we did that. We actually did that exact thing with things and things where we said, look, we don't know what episode one and episode 50 is going to look like, mm. but by episode 50, we need to be here. We need to have done this. This should be boom, boom, boom. And we probably definitely didn't take off all the boxes, but we ticked off enough to be like, okay, yeah, we're moving. We're in the right direction. Feedback is coming. This is good. This is stuff. And it's like, those are the things that gave us the confidence to keep going, number one. And number two, to not also like fall on the wayside and change and mm. do this. Like we've kept this our own. We've made this our own. Like this is our space. Like you come, you know what you're going to get when you listen to us. Mm. You know the type of conversations you're going to have. You're going to feel like we're talking to you. But I always talk talking you. about you. Like, not everybody can be Michael Jordan, like, but Kobe Bryant was the most perfect carbon copy of him. But sometimes you might not have the ability, mm. the experiences, the knowledge to like to copy people. So you should be True. like, hey, listen, I'm here. I play this basketball too, do. but yeah, listen, yeah, this yeah. is what I got. Yeah. And hey, some people can be really good at what they've got. And I think in setting benchmarks, um, it'll really test you. Yeah. But in that in that same vein. The, the tools will be so much sharper. So true. And that's how you become the head of your niche. Because mm. you're like, yeah, I sharpen my blade over time. Inconsistent. I did 50, 100, yeah, five albums, 10 albums, on. 15 albums. Yeah. Yo, that's how you... Now you're, you're, you're touching my spirit. My favorite artist on the planet, Sean Leon. Um, this guy, I, I love him because he, I saw the growth. Yo, but why is he in Snow Allegra's comments like that, bro? Yo, relax. Let my man I live. I saw him. Let my man live. Right? I saw him. Let my man live, bro. <laughs> Let my man live. If you can see my face right now, good people, I'm about to shoot this kid. Let my man live. Why is he in Snow, Snow's comments <laughs> like that, bro? Also, Jonathan has, a, has a, a very soft spot for Snow. We know this. This we know. We see it on your post. We see it. Um, but no, so I was saying, like, this kid went from making music in his mom's basement, whatever, which is the classic rap story, whatever, but to, like, writing songs for Kanye West to now, you know, touring the world with Daniel Caesar, to doing this, to doing that. Like, I was like, yo, I watched the whole process. I've been, I stay watching. But this guy, the energy never changed. Mm. When people were not, like, when the response of, because I saw, like, the work he was putting in, I was looking for little clips to be like, yo, what is this guy doing? Where is he at? What are the, now he's making movies, he's doing this, he's doing that. But I saw each step of the way, and I was like, a lot of this, some of it didn't even make sense to me, mm. looking at it, like, what is this, man? What is this? I listen to some projects back and I'm like, oh, snap, you're in the future. For me. like, So I look at things like that and I'm like, yo, in terms of consistency, you just have to keep going. And you need to learn to also like challenge yourself and push certain boundaries. Because this guy has a whole catalog of music. And he's not even like fully like known yet, but he has a whole catalog where you could go back and binge. Mm. As if it's like six seasons of, an, uh, of, of a really cool show that you really like. And there's nothing to me that's better when you can trace back and you can see the progression. But now we're talking about this. He didn't let industry define nothing, what his tools nothing. were. So one of my favorite things Talk that I like it. to analyze, right? Mm. People will be like, oh, so-and-so is my favorite, whatever. Yeah. And then there's somebody that occupies that industry, right? right? That you probably don't know about. Mm. That's super successful. True. You would never know. So for example, like in music, right? There's people that can sing really, really good. Of course. But maybe they don't make as money as people that sing half as good. True. Why? Because the sharpest tool in your box is your voice. The sharpest tool in my box is my negotiation. Mm. Do, you, do, do you know what I'm saying? Oh. So don't let other people's tools define what yours should be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, so, right. So, 
hey, there's some people That's that sing and make music that that does not make sense to my brain. But now they're like, oh, they're killing it. They're yeah, doing yeah, yeah. this. They're doing this. Yeah. Masterpiece, one of my favorite people to study. Mm. And people are like, oh, he's so goofy. He's so goofy. Yeah, but he sold 100 million records. So, <laughs> but you can't argue with certain <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, I think in sharpening your tools, I think you need to be a student of the game. And you need to learn so for whatever like field you're in. Mm. There's different aspects. Remember, we go back to the pie chart. Right? You see, guys? Big Conversations facts. come full circle. Hey. You're right? So go back to the pie chart, right? And mm. be like, I'm really dope at this. Right. Right? But in whatever I'm doing, there's seven pieces of the pie chart. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. like what I loved about the Manny Wells conversation, he's like, yo, I'm in my business. I'm in my marketing. Yes, yes. I'm in my videos. I'm in my directing. He's like... Yeah. There's nothing about what I'm doing that, that you can't tell me. That's so because true. Because you can be really, really good at one thing. And that could be, you could be the sharpest person mm. there. You could be Scotch Storch, right? Right. But because there's certain, another aspect that happens, mm. you can have a fall from grace. And yeah, don't get me wrong. You used to be cool at one time, but in terms of longevity. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, look at Timbo. Probably the, the longest standing producer that's ever existed. Yeah. And still relevant today. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So I think... You need to make sure that you understand every single piece of the pie. Mm. Maybe you won't be the best at every single one of them, but at least you know yeah. like what's going on because there's so many people that we've seen get caught up. Um, in semantics. Held back. Mm. Just stuck in issues. Talk about of it. Of all different shapes, sizes, and forms, whatever. Mm. We don't need to get into it because they weren't really sure but were they the most talented? They had the sharpest tools in the shed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you let one thing slip in the pie, it can really, really affect you. That's so be thing. a student of the game. I like that one. Learn from people. Ask questions. Get in the DMs. I think also going forward, I think another thing we should really push is don't knock another man's hustle. Like, you don't know. You don't know what's going on. This is why we're going back to like when people hear the final product, when they see something, and like, yeah, I don't like it. They come dine with me commentary yeah. it's like okay we get it you don't like it yeah what are you doing like move you just keep moving you can say what you don't like and move onwards yeah. and forwards but i think sometimes we pay too much attention to certain details ah oh, but then this ah oh, but then that okay cool watch that person in two years i promise you they're going to be in a higher place more successful more relevant even because yeah. they just staying consistent with stuff and it's uh, it costs you nothing to show love man. come on man like, don't be Nobody likes a salpus. Like, just don't be a hater. <laughs> don't be a soul loser. Yeah. Like, We've all been there. It's just not fun. Guys, just because somebody doesn't like your thing, recommend them to something else. Be yeah. Like, hey, listen. It's you don't, not the end of the world. Oh, you don't like this album that I put out? Yeah, sure. Uh, what do you like? Do you like? know how what many times feeling? Jonathan have argued about albums like this? Like, I remember when Pusha T's album came out. Uh, there was a bunch that came out in that time, right? Yeah, testing. It's right. a Rocky came out. Everything came out at that time. Yeah. The arguments you and I had... And a lot of it just had to do with the fact that, like, yo, you like luxury drug grab. I like beats. Yo, you like boom, 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 boom. I like this. And then when I started figuring that out, I started noticing how you would then argue with other people. Because then I'm looking at this person who's talking their views. And I'm like, okay, you're not even making sense right now. This guy just said, boom, 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 boom. He gave yeah. you the stats. What's your conversation? And I'll put you in a box. <laughs> but it's, I think that's really amazing. Because then you can also find and appreciate different aspects, yeah. different things. I was at a soiree the other day. And I love soirees. I spoke for two hours about podcasts and never mentioned that I had a podcast. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know these people. Like, oh, their podcast is dope. Check it out. Yeah, I know they're cool. They do They're funny. Whatever, yeah. whatever. I'm like, yeah, you should do that. And I think sometimes... Um, Wait, finish the story. Didn't the person come back around and they were like, Jonathan, you didn't tell me you had a podcast. Yeah, well, they did. And I was like, yeah, I guess. If you want the link. Yeah, I'll send here it you to go. You. <laughs> yeah. I like that. But I think sometimes, like, we're in such a rush to like be, hey, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, like, I'm I, so dope. And it's, and it's cool. And I think sometimes you need to just take a step back, mm. focus on your craft, perfect your craft. Clean it up. Um, and I think it'll speak for itself over time. Big you facts. know what I'm saying? Big facts. And the right people will find it. But yeah, just be dedicated to like what you're doing. Be dedicated to the hustle. And don't cheat the hustle because it can't... Yeah, you're not like, gonna, guys, cutting corners is not going to help. The game will not be cheated. It doesn't res- it do- the game doesn't respect that. Yeah. It moves how it moves. And um, yeah, we've, we've all seen how consistency works. I mean, there's tons of stories of either actors or whatever getting their breaks 20 years later, 15 years later. I mean, I was just watching the, the documentary on La Casa de Papel. Do you know they shot that ages ago? 
ages ago and they said it didn't do anything then netflix was like oh we're buying it all the actors were like oh, okay we'll see the whole world bruh the whole world i just saw halloween uh, the last year's halloween people were were dressing up as the whole money heist walking around singing now people want to rob banks now <laughs> no guys it's a federal charge <laughs> but this is what i'm saying it's like you can never like define when certain things are going to happen you can plan it but that's not how life is going to work so at the end of the day, you need to get your part done and keep moving, keep moving. Like we always talk about setting goals, but the main thing is setting through a goal, not to one. Because once you get there and if you slow down and you lose that momentum, you miss the, the whole game. You miss the I whole think, point. I think also when the opportunity comes and it arises, hopefully uh, you're in the right mental space. Mm. I think we all go through ups and downs or whatever. True. So hopefully you're in the right mental space, but hopefully you've got the sharpest tools in the shed and you Come go, on. I've been waiting for this my whole life. Put me in, coach. And then boom. I love it. Yeah. I like that, bro. So Tom Brady, I think it was 2001. Drew Bledsoe went down, got injured. Tom Brady said, I'm ready. <laughs> Put me in, coach. Yeah, I did. Yeah, six Super Bowls later. Look at it. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, so sometimes you just got to wait. Got to wait on the sidelines. Got to wait. Make other people better. Mm. But while, wow. making, while making other people better. Sheesh. Uh, perfect your craft That's a bar. and when the time comes to step up make sure that they never come in the room again <laughs> because they shouldn't let you they shouldn't let <laughs> shouldn't have let you get on I really like what you're saying about make other people better there's nothing wrong with that I like enhancing someone else's skill and their talent because mm. even with me I'm like there's certain things I haven't fully defined they're not fully ironed out but I know what I can do in the moment so if someone comes and their vision is somewhat aligning with some of my ideals yeah, yeah I'm going to do whatever I can to help you or make you you know, uplift whatever it is that you're doing. Even if it's not that great in the moment, I'm going to work for it. But I promise you, that's how we like grow and progress and different doors start to open and you can walk down those avenues. I love it. I love it. I love it. Don't come here with that come down with me commentary though. Nonsense. Hmm? The broccoli is just not doing it for me, eh? It's just not. I just I just felt like tapping into that accent. The, what, the last episode we just watched, John and I nearly threw cups at the TV. This guy was just tweaking about everything. Was not having it. But yeah, see, but those aren't, yeah, they need to perfect their craft though. They need to sharpen their tools. Lady was cutting with the, with a blunt knife and whatnot. Do you know what I'm saying? How do you expect to win a cooking over, show? Over cooking lamb and all that. Come yeah. on now. No. Come on now. It's one of those things. No, but good people. Uh, I hope we have dropped some gems, some bars. And while you guys are in the lab, uh, I think there's this really cool podcast you should listen to. Yeah, you could do it whilst you're studying, whilst you're cooking things up, like... They're, these guys are lit. They they also talk about so many different things that you might enjoy. They are called the things and things. They are called the things and things. Um, yeah. How you feel, bro? Uh, I need to go perfect my craft, sharpen my tools. I actually need to go cook dinner. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so we're literally, we're literally like, I'm hungry, bro. I'm, I'm like, I'm doing my watches out and I'm tapping it like, yo, my I man. I need to go chef. Hey, yo, my man, can you, can you get up in the kitchen? Yo, but we're going to love and leave you good people. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Ooh, let's keep let's keep hustling, keep strong. Bye.